Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Hi friends, welcome back. I'm glad to have you here today. So I've, in the last few episodes, I've been talking about burnout, the impact of burnout in my own life, and just sharing it because so many leaders, so many people in leadership roles are facing burnout and we're not talking about it. And one of the things that I committed to in the room, which is this podcast, is to talk about the things that leaders don't want to talk about, but really need to be talking about burnout, emotional distress, mental anguish. These are all things that we really do need to be talking about. There are, there are more people who are suffering, who are experiencing challenges that are that have maybe never experienced mental health challenges or have never experienced feeling burned out to the degree that we are feeling burned out now. And I can really only speak for myself, but I do know that burnout is real. And so I wanted to dedicate some time over the last few episodes to to share and talk about burnout. And hopefully you've been able to take a couple of the, the ideas that I've shared, things that I'm trying and doing in my own life, um, and have been able to implement those in your lives. Before we get into today, uh, I want to just in- invite you, if you know friends that could benefit from, you know, hearing the room, the podcast, um, please share it with them. You know, if you think about it right now, think of somebody who pops in your head who, you know, might really enjoy listening to the ideas that I share here, um, send it to them, share, share it with them. Um, ask them to subscribe. I'd love to be able to touch more lives all around the world. So please, uh, please, please, uh, if you know someone, please share. So today's conversation is, am I crazy to do this? So I shared in the last episode, episode 40, uh, that one of the ways that, one of the things that I've decided to do that I actually wanted to do prior to the pandemic happening was I wanted to run the Marine Corps Marathon again. What I was, and you might say, oh my gosh, like why would anyone want to do that? Well, I've run it once and I ran it under less than ideal training circumstances. Um, At the time when I was training for the 2016 marathon, I was actually traveling about 90% per month. And so my workout routine, uh, was never on point. <laughs> I, I rarely did the mileage I needed to do, um, but I wasn't experiencing burnout or anything else. I wasn't experiencing other things that would make it less, less, um, less able for me to, to complete that. But even in spite of the fact that I didn't train at my optimal uh, levels, I did run and complete the Marine Corps Marathon in a pretty decent time, all things considered. And so right, I guess right at the beginning of 2019, 
I'm sorry, the beginning of 2020, I had said, okay, well, I need to, I'm starting to feel a little bit, you know, a little bit like I need to have some spark in my life. And so I'm, I'm going to run the Marine Corps Marathon. And then of course the entire world got shut down when the pandemic struck. So this year, 2023, I'm feeling, you know, more challenged as I was sharing in episode 40. I literally feel like I get out of bed, I stretch, I yawn, and then I get back in bed because the day is over and I don't really know what's happened in the day. And, you know, it's already, geez, we're almost into May and I can't believe that the year is a little bit more than a third over already. It's, It's pretty astounding. So I wanted to do something that would be kind of a grounding point for me and or a marker for me when it comes to, you know, just shaking my own life up. And so here we go. Am I crazy to do this? I just recently saw a statistic that said (laughs) out of the 7 billion people that are on the planet, 0.17% of the world's population has ever run a marathon. Like, take that in for a second. It's not 1%. It's 0.17%. So this minuscule number of people on the planet have ever run a marathon. And I, I kind of understand why. I think it's a lot because people, I mean, not everyone has the space that they can run, but we get kind of freaked out by this idea of running 26.5 miles, I think it is. 26 miles running that and having to run it in a time sounds really, really super daunting. And it is. So <clears throat> as I was sharing I have my little training schedule together. I, I put the, my training days, what I should be doing each of my training days. I put that on my calendar. And I think this was five weeks ago now. I'm starting way early. The Marine Corps Marathon, which is what I'm running this year, isn't until October. But I have my my spot. And, uh, and so I wanted to start running because I'm much heavier than I was when I first ran it. I'm also older. And I have a lot more things. I have a child now, which I didn't have before. I have a spouse now, which I didn't have before. I have businesses. I have all kinds of stuff going on. And so I was like, you know, hey, this is something to do, something to break up, you know, the the kind of drudgery that's going on in my life. And so every day that I do go out and run, I run with an app. And at the end of it, I put notes in it. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I went back and I was reviewing some of the notes because I was thinking, how is running a marathon similar to leading people? Right. And so as I read some of my notes, I thought, huh, there's some, there's some very interesting connections and it's the part of running, I'm sorry, it's a part of being a leader, which is the inside job of leading. It's not the, you know, standing in front of people and influencing them. It's actually what goes on in our minds as leaders before we ever actually are in front of people or what's going on in our minds as leaders when we go into new rooms, when we have a new team, when we get a new job and we have to command a, you know, a new room, a new environment, what's actually really happening. So I saw some interesting parallels to my experience my new experience of starting to run and get my body back in, back in shape. But what I've recognized is that running is really a mental game. And so what does that mean? I find that once I've 
run a few miles. And I, at this point, I'm able to run three miles pretty, pretty evenly. And so now my breathing is not an issue. In the beginning, my breathing was really ragged and it was, it was terrible because I'm just, it's not a muscle that I've been exercising. But now my breathing is pretty good. My legs feel pretty good. Like when I'm out running, I don't, I don't feel my legs, you know, are, or my hips or anything like that. Those aren't really my issue. But what I have noticed is my mental game. And so what does that have to do with leadership? I say all the time that leadership is an inside game first. It doesn't matter what kind of education or degree you have. It doesn't matter how many certifications you have. It doesn't really matter. Leadership is an inside game. So whatever the conversation is that is happening inside of us around leadership, it is also then how we show up in places in our, in our, you know, in our leadership space. So for example, when I first start running, it is really, really challenging. My body takes about, mm, about a mile to start to get into a rhythm. And the entire time that I'm trying to get through that first mile, everything in me gives me, my mind is literally just having a full on conversation of all the reasons why I should stop, that I'm not cut out for this, that this was crazy. Like, why are we doing this? This is crazy, Jenny. We should not be out here running. It's chilly out or it's sunny out. It's hot out or it's cold out. It doesn't really matter. What I've noticed is that my mind, the internal chatter in my brain is actually the biggest hurdle and biggest barrier that I have to get over to, to get to my place of success. So in leadership, let's say we're taking on a new project. Let's say we're taking on a new team. It is often the conversation that is happening in our head that we have to pay the most attention to and not allow that conversation to derail us. It is very easy like it's so incredibly easy for that internal conversation to completely take us, completely derail us. And when I'm running, I've noticed the chatter in my mind, like, oh my gosh, there's this hill coming up. So what is that for a leader? Maybe it's a big project that they have to deliver under really tight timelines, right? Maybe you have to deliver something under really strict timelines and, you know, you're missing some of your people. And so there's a conversation inside that says, we're not going to get this done. This isn't going to happen. And so what thing can happen from that? Well, what I've noticed when I'm running is that if I allow that voice that says you're not going to be able to get up this long ass hill, I literally, my, my legs stop working. My breathing becomes ragged and just all over the place. I'm no longer in kind of a rhythm. I usually, once I get past my first mile, I really get into a rhythm where I feel, I feel comfortable. But the same thing happens in leadership. Then when we're confronted with something that's a big challenge or something that you know, we're not sure we have the skills or ability or capacity to do. We have to be very, 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 very careful that that internal voice, which actually is functioning with no true, true and clear evidence that we can't accomplish a goal or we can't take on this new team or we, we don't know how to take on a new project. We have to be extremely careful that that loud voice 
inside of our head. It's our own voice that it doesn't actually derail us. Like it's so freaking important. Um, there have been days when I've been running and, you know, my crazy voice takes over and it's like, girl, why are you doing this? Like, we, we don't even need to do this. Like, you're not doing it for, you're not getting paid. You're not a professional athlete. There's no reason for you to be doing this. And I can literally start to succumb to my own voice, my own voice of negativity, my own voice of doubt, my own voice of justification as to why I should stop. Like it's really, really outrageous what goes on in my head. And I'm sharing it because I've been, uh, I've been on the planet long enough to know that I'm not the only one experiencing this. So the first thing is we really have to mind our minds. If we're not minding our mind, trust me when I tell you, it will mind you and it will drive you into a ditch because for whatever reason, and people who know brain science and all that good stuff, uh, neuroscience know that our brains tend to go to, they, it tends to focus energy on things that are less inspirational, less positive, unless we train our mind to be in a, a kind of higher vibration. The other thing that I notice when, um, by the time I finish my runs and I've gone through all that hard stuff, like one day, um, as you all remember, I'm a former United States Marine. One day I started out and I literally had to start calling cadence in my head. Like that's my go-to kind of inspiration and push is I just start, I start calling cadence low right or left right I love to double time so I'll I'll start calling cadence to myself sometimes out loud sometimes not but the reason I do it is because it counter it counteracts the negativity that's going on in my head and it puts me in a place of kind of feeling like I used to when I would be running with you know my marines I'd feel real upbeat and motivated and excited and energized and so I share this because as leaders, we have to tap into the things that give us inspiration, especially when it's difficult, especially when maybe we have a lot of direct reports and we're struggling to, you know, take care of all of them, plus do our work, plus take care of our families. We have to have things that, even if it's a song, something that can get us over those humps. So that's something else I've learned. The final thing I want to leave you with today is, the power of celebration, the power of when I go back and I look at the runs that I've done, and I know that some days I, I write notes in my, in my runs that, you know, this was really difficult. I didn't want to do this. It looked like it was cold outside. It looked like it was, you know, rainy or misty outside. And I didn't want to go outside and run. And I'm, I'm telling you all this, look, I am not, by no means am I making every single goal every single day or every single week. It is not, that is not happening. Uh, but I'm discovering and I'm learning how my brain is operating, how my body is operating. What are the kinds of excuses that I put in front of myself to mitigate? And let me tell you, I use my family on a regular basis. I have a 13-year-old son at home. I have a wife. I have dog. I have business. I have a mother. I have all these things, right? I have put my family, made my family the scapegoats for why I haven't gone out and run in my own head, of course. But again, it's important so as I looked at back, as I look at my notes from my runs, one of the things that I, that I do is I write all the reasons or, you know, the things that were the barriers and then I write, but I did it anyway. 
you know, I was able to run this three miles or I was able to do my sprints or whatever, whatever it is. You know, I didn't want to come out today, but I got out here and I, I got it done. I set a goal for myself to run to the, you know, run to the next light pole. That's also something really important. Setting small goals that you can, you can take on step by step is a real powerful way to keep moving forward when you don't want to, when your brain is like, girl, go sit down somewhere. (laughs) So, um, but the one most important thing that I want to leave you with is celebrate yourself. I type on my own notes. I'm proud of you. You did this. You were able to accomplish it, accomplish this run. Hashtag I'm proud of you. Like it might sound cheesy, but if you're not acknowledging, because most leaders, we don't share all the garbage that's in our heads. We don't, we can't, sometimes we can't share with our team members. Sometimes we can't share with our spouses. They don't want to hear it anymore because we've bent their ears so many times. And so you have to celebrate yourselves. We have to celebrate ourselves. It's important to recognize and to acknowledge that we surmounted an obstacle, even if that obstacle was one that was self-created. The fact that we were able to persevere through and complete our objective is really important to celebrate. And I can't stress it enough. Celebration, and I'm someone that I don't seek or really thrive on celebration, but coming through kind of, or still being kind of in a space of burnout, juggling so many competing priorities, I realize it's important for me to take a step back and celebrate when I make small wins, when I have made small uh, progress. The same for your teams, the same for you as a leader. It's important to acknowledge your wins. The smallest wins can be the most important sometimes to acknowledge to yourself. Saying to yourself, look, you didn't want to do any of this. You didn't think you had the capacity to do this. You didn't, you were afraid you didn't, you weren't ready to do this, but you did it. You accomplished that goal. It's super important to celebrate yourselves. So I hope you found value today. If you did, please share with a friend and make sure you've subscribed and also make sure your friends subscribe. So as I do more of these and as I share more of my insights of my training to run the, the Marine Corps Marathon in October of this year, please share. I'd love to, I'd love to have more people who are part of this. If you have any comments about anything, drop some notes to us. Um, my team is happy to field those. And, uh, if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, I can literally talk about a lot of stuff. I'm not a brain surgeon, but I can talk about <laughs> things close to brain surgery. Um, but I'd love to have you, uh, part of this, part of this community. So please like this podcast, subscribe to it and share it with a friend. Um, and remember, celebrate yourself, work past the chatter in your mind that says, You're not going to be able to accomplish that. Set a small goal, run towards it, go accomplishment and cheer yourself on. If you got to call cadence, if you got to sing a song to keep yourself up, do it because at the end of it, you'll be super excited and super proud of yourself that you accomplish your goal. Thanks so much for listening and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in the room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com. 
continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.